This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, this is Lee Merriweather, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Hello, Robson Long, 24-year-old and Donna Allens. We bring you this week in TV history. And Tony's segment, as always, is brought to us by our friends at Story Salon, Southern California's longest-running, regularly performing live storytelling ensemble with live shows every Wednesday night here in Studio City, as well as every Friday night on the radio, Passionate World Radio, PRWtalk.com. For more information on Story Salon, go to Story Salon. All right, so this is recent history. It was one year ago that we lost. Sandy Griffith, the 3rd of July. Uh, we also have to remember that Andy died a couple of months after George Lindsay died. You know, last year was kind of weird because we lost two citizens of Mayberry yeah. and two sweat hogs and one monkey. Uh, and, and, ma- and, ma- and Major Nelson. And, and Major Jerry. Nelson, yeah, an astronaut and an oil man yeah. on the same day. On the same day, yeah. Yeah, last year we, we had some... Uh, yeah, tough ones, but uh, yeah, Andy. Uh, I think you know we should look back because uh, his legacy is still very, very much uh, alive and well. And uh, I do remember I got very, very sick shortly after Andy died, and I was in I was in bed for a week. And I remember TV Land had the uh, the Andy. I think it was uh, TV Land had the Andy Griffith Marathon. You know, like forty eight hours of Andy, and I watched almost all forty eight hours of it. Uh, which was, you know, wonderful when you're kind of in in that point when you're really, you know, studying the guy's work on yeah. camera, and it was amazing. Uh, simultaneously, Antenna TV did a 48-hour Mikhail's Navy marathon because we had also lost Ernest Borgnine. Right. But uh, yeah, Andrew Samuel Griffin was born June 1st, 1926, in Mount Airy, North Carolina, and uh, there is. Uh, I believe uh, Mount Airy is where they have the the statue of uh, that TV Land put together. Mm-hmm. There is a, a also a near t- nearby town called Pilot Mountain, which of course, for the purposes of uh, of the show, became Mount Pilot. Uh, but uh, you can see the influence of North Carolina, and obviously mm-hmm. Mayberry is North Carolina. But uh, he did uh, he majored in music at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. He graduated in 1949. He taught school. Probably was a great inspiration for that short-lived The Headmaster. Uh, he taught school for a while, and then he uh, he did stand-up, and uh, that you, what it was was, was football. football. Yeah, <laughs> and he had several uh, routines like that. And you see, in the very first few episodes, you see a lot of that stand-up persona come out, kind of like you saw with Cosby, right? You know that when he was trying to explain something to his son, it would be a comedy yeah, routine. He was doing one of his routines. He was w- doing one. Of his, yeah, Andy started that way, uh, explaining like the, the the shot heard around the world, which is one of my favorite Andy moments uh, from the Andy Griffith Show that was early on. But yeah, he did what he was football. He also uh, did his version of Romeo and Juliet, and uh, yeah, some great stuff. It's it's out there. There's recordings of him actually singing the theme song, which is called The Fishing Hole. Right. Mm-hmm. So you'd find it there. Yeah, take down the fishing hole. Uh, take down the fishing pole, meet you, you at the fi- yeah, fishing you take hole. take the fishing pole to the fishing hole. 
Yes. Can't think of a better way to pass the time of day. Fresh as a lemonade. Yeah. Uh, sitting in the shade. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there's several verses to that yeah. song, by the way. Uh, yeah, but that, that's, that was the, um, the one. Uh, also, I think, um, this, this, uh, came out, um, very, very poignant. He did a, a movie called The Face in the Crowd. Yes. And, uh, segments of the character Lonesome Road, uh, segments of that movie did get a lot of play, uh, during last year's election coverage. Yeah, but if you've never seen Lonesome Road and you yeah. only think of Annie Griffith, as Andy mm-hmm. Taylor. It yeah. is worth watching A Face in the Crowd because it reminds you that what a good actor he was. Yeah. Yes. That was uh, just because he, he it was the charm that would be the on-camera persona and then you would see the sausage-making of politics. And, and not only the sausage-making of politics, but the influence and the destructive nature of television all in one and this is written 19 it originally was released in 1957 it was probably written about a year earlier but it's still as timely and relevant today over yes. six years mm-hmm. six over six decades after the fact no and uh, again we were talking about our, our our friend joseph doherty i think it was right after the uh what was it the 47 percent video mm-hmm. uh joe put up on on facebook uh the youtube segment from a face in the crowd and you know just and you look at wow! Never, it, it, never assume a microphone is not on. Yes, and you know the hot microphone thing. This was done at a time when you did not question authority necessarily. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were talking, uh, you know, there was Joseph McCarthy, but for the most part, you're still a decade ahead of the the counterculture movement. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, when when everyone was questioning everybody in Washington, but the idea that you know you just somebody decided we're going to just turn up that mic and and get it there and get it out to the public. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But I would say, you know, ultimately his greatest legacy is Mayberry. You know, at least from, you know, the, the television standpoint. He was also a gospel singer, but you yeah. have a singer, comedian, actor, both comedy and drama, a creative force behind the scenes. But he did create this thing. He describes it humbly as, you know, there's a place where problems can be resolved in right. 30 minutes. But that was the television landscape of the time. But he created some place that was taking place in the 1960s, but the town was of a different time. Exactly. It was a simpler time. The place was already behind when it was new, mm-hmm. if, you, if you wanted to look at the timeline that way. Uh, it was... But I believe he said it was in the 1930s. Yeah. Things moved a little slower, uh, and he wanted to you know, have that. But he also, not only did he create a place that you fell in love with, but ultimately that place you know continued on even though the characters eventually started to go away mm-hmm. uh, whether gomer went into the marines or uh or you know andy even left himself you know but the town was still able to sustain because you still you know you still had a connection to that right and that frame of mind way of life or at least that, that ideal 
the ideal, yeah, that that's a very good way to yeah. put it. I mean, uh, I I always remember, uh, you know, George Lindsay had his poem about Mayberry and all the different things that that Mayberry meant. He created that, but also it was, you know, not just the town itself, but a lot of times we confuse, you know, the the geography with, you know, the but it was the, it was the people, right? Of, of and it Mayberry. was it was it, it was set in the South. It was, uh, going back to an, an an idealized depiction, I mean. It did, it did not poke fun at people at the South. No. All those characters had integrity. Mm-hmm. And that was something I think I, I admire the most about Andy is all of those characters had some integrity uh, to the point that when they were writing the scripts, if the punchline of the joke hurt the integrity of the character, it was always uh, the mandate that the integrity had to take precedence that the they would not hurt the integrity of these characters for the sake of a joke when you would see characters you know during that time and even beyond everything from Maxwell Smart to Herman Munster to Cheers Woody or Coach when the IQ points could be on a sliding scale for the purpose of a joke and even uh, Woody Harrelson said yeah Woody was not you know he wasn't really stupid he was just naive but every once in a while, if there was a really good joke, he'd be stupid. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, Andy would ever go that far. That, you know, no, that they he all had, had a that. definite... These people he, were not sophisticated, but they weren't stupid. No, he had a definite notion of what he wanted the show to be and what he wanted the characters to be, and he never strayed from it. And B, there, there is nothing inherently funny at la- about laughing at a stupid person, you know, mm-hmm. or, or just, just or in drama... There is no triumph in outwitting a stupid person. You want your adversary to be someone who's worthy because that, that builds up your hero, and that, you know, whether yeah. it's a comic hero. You, but the, you didn't have, the, of the main characters, you didn't have that. So, yeah, there was, there, like you said, there was no point of that. I think the other thing that I also admire, Andy, uh, with the Mayberry franchise is, you know, here you have somebody who comes from a background of comedy, and you have somebody who really... Uh, what was uh, got the ball rolling with Mayberry was his performance in both the uh, stage version and the movie version no of No Time, Time for, for Sergeants, mm-hmm. right. and that is, you know, really I think what pushed them over there. And he did uh, a backdoor pilot uh, on the Danny Thomas show, Make Room for Danny, which is out there on YouTube. You can you could find it there. Very good sample of a backdoor pilot. Very good, uh, you know, showing. I mean, there were some changes made between that and and what became the show. And, of course, he was called up by uh, his friend Don Knotts from No Time for Sergeant. He said, do you need a deputy uh, on this thing? And, and, yeah, perfect. Within three episodes, Andy realized he should have Don Knotts do the funny lines, and he should play straight man. Now, for a comedian to make that decision is not only... Uh, I would say it, it can be very generous, and it could be a very tough decision to make. Yeah. Uh, when when you look at it that way, you have to imagine uh, at this this is around the same time that Carl Reiner was being told uh, this uh, the show head of the family where you play the comedy writer it's not going to work. We want you instead of being the star. We want you to be behind the scenes writing it. We're going to find somebody else to play you, you know. And he could have said, "I'm taking my bat and ball and going home," but he said, "No, I'm going to do." Th- and I think Andy, you know, even though he was the star, his name was on the show, he realized, no, it's going to better suit the show if Don gets the funny lines 
and I get to play, and I, I just play the straight man. And 25 years later, when Don played Ace on Matlock, yes. was, they were more or less doing the same thing. They were doing the same mm-hmm. thing, but he, he knew that that would work. And like I said, for a comedian to say, you know, I'm, I'm going to play the straight man, I'm not going to get the laughs. That's, that's a very difficult thing to do. Jack Benny had probably the healthiest attitude about this. Because, you know, people were noticing that in many episodes of the radio and then the TV show, he didn't get the most laughs. Dennis Day comes in and gets all the laughs. Rochester comes in and gets all the laughs. And Jack and Jack's attitude was, it doesn't matter, my name's on the show. Right. You know, my name's at the top. It's my, You know, it, it doesn't matter, you know, if somebody gets more. And then you would get other shows later on down the line, and you would hear stories about Laverne and Shirley where they're keeping tabs of how many jokes this one gets versus... And and you probably hear that story more often than not. Who gets all the all the jokes? And you know, for him, you know, especially when you come from the world of stand up as opposed to theater or, or, or some other uh, acting discipline, this I think is is a, a big deal. And uh, a third thing, now that I'm thinking about it, Ron Howard. Uh, Andy made sure that Ron Howard never missed a Little League game, a Boy Scout meeting. The schedule worked around Ron Howard's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you which, know, is light. One, which is probably one of the reasons why Ron Howard came out, out of that yeah. well-adjusted mm-hmm. and not like a shelter. Yeah, and I'm sure he got to experiment and have some fun, you know, especially considering the time that he yeah. was in. But Andy really wanted to make sure that he had a childhood. Mm-hmm. That was a, a priority. One more, Adam. Here's something a lot of us have in common. Broken appliances, broken air conditioner, broken down heating system broken down washer dryer, broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168. 800-264-3168. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168. 800-264-3168. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.